Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Up was a good movie. Was it top 10 for me? No. So I think it's fine at 11. But do you know what was top 10? What came well, in at number what 10? What came in at number 10? I mean, I'm going to keep saying. I'm going to get, hold on. What's left? Let's see. What's um, left? We got. I, I'm going to keep Story. saying Toy Story 2 because that, I that's you, out of the ones. You are ridiculous. I, I, I swear. Out of the ones that are left, no, no, that's lowest on my list. No, it's I'm going to say three. Toy Story 2 or Monsters Inc. I'm going to say Ratatouille. Ratatouille. We're all over. It can't be Ratatouille. It's going to be Ratatouille. I wonder. I'm going to look back at what my number 10 was. Ratatouille. It is not Ratatouille because that is the best Pixar film to a degree. (laughs) It is instead Turning Red Panda. Number 10? Number 10. Do we disagree on this? I'm happy it made top 10. I'm surprised it made top 10. Yeah. I'm surprised it it didn't make top (laughs) 5. I had the top five are just that much better. I had turning red at number two on my list. I'm, I'm going to see turning what at turning four. red was. Let me see. I had turning um, red at number six. Yeah, I had turning red at I number four. I'm not saying red. where I had mine. <laughs> oh, I think just I, saying. So no, no, no. What he's saying is Mr. Bombastic is the reason why it's not higher because the average well, brought it well, to number 10. I had turning red. Uh, I I don't have these numbers. Let me see. One, two, three. Did you four, have it five, in your top six, ten? Seven, eight. Nine, I had it in my 11, top fifteen. 12. It was oh top thirteen. But yeah, mine was the thirteenth. It was the thirteenth. I think mine oh was the right decision. Why the message, the imagery, the, the everything, yes, animation, music, the it's it's a great film. Oh, was great good. Film. Listen, it number ten. Number ten is a respectable position i, I agree <laughs> I, I really it deserves to be up above <laughs> behind ratatouille yes it yes. is it is, it um, is no. it's uh-huh. it's not above ratatouille how it is above turning no, turning no red way. is i give point i give a lot of points to turning red pre- predominantly because i feel it's one of the more inspired pixar films they definitely yeah. You know, animation wise, it it is like it's 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 different. You know, they're like anime chibi. Inspired. Well, yeah, yeah, they're anime yeah. inspired. They're like chibi, but also it doesn't like it doesn't. It still does the Pixar thing with it. You know, you know, tries to go past the ceiling. The fur right. is great. 
the uh like the eyes when they sparkle and do like the anime bits it's great the four town nice. music bit the I music like the music is music, great for the four town music is probably some of the best boy band music in media i never met nobody like you <laughs> come on like it's robert, a bar robert it's oh, a I, bop. I, and then at the climax of the movie, he's like crying when he hits the high note. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 I like it. It's, so it's good. What why Great. this movie for me is better than Brave, and I'm directly comparing it to Brave because kind of just at the core. Yeah. Yeah. This movie. Hair, yeah. Well, one behind the scenes, this the team is all women. It's all women. There's not a man in sight. Not production, not direction, not Not even writing. animation? Like, like. I mean, there's probably men in the animation team. Like well, the, writing, about the, the writing ports, the portion. Oh, no, there's right. no there's man in the writing. In no, 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 movie, that's what I mean. Like put it lower, writing. put it lower. Oh, well, by all means, I, I agree. I well, agree. you're putting it lower because there's no... <laughs> is, that, is that what he... <laughs> Because there was a one the man diversity? We need diversity here. It's a passion project. Like, Domi, she, the director, she had what she, she had an idea what she wanted. She wanted to talk about kind of her upbringing in Toronto, Canada, and tell a story about... In 2002. About, in 2002. And then she also wanted to get, talk tell a story about womanhood and how womanhood is viewed from the perspective of a child and from the perspective of, you know, kind of a generational thing tied to Chinese culture, you know? And then at the end, the whole thing with womanhood and then like all the women kind of supporting each other and trying to get her back in the circle. That would like, wow, that just it blew was, me yes. away. Yes, and, and, and it dealt with generational trauma in a way that wasn't so like, in a way that, that is not normally how it's handled. You know what I mean? Like you had yeah. a canto that was very much like, curse all your elders and you know smack them and right. then have an emotional moment and be sad and in this movie it kind of like yes she still had that moment where she's like you're wrong i don't want to do this but it also she had this moment of connection with her lineage and her ancestry and it is it, great there, there's a couple critic criticisms about this movie like specifically like i've heard criticism about its use of um african-american vernacular english in this movie um and how like they took a lot from you know black culture and put it in this movie and <laughs> i have not wasn't, heard that i've, I've heard not, a lot of it and I've, there's, there's, I, i've heard the criticisms of like on twitter that it didn't because it's in 2002 it did not go into the tragedies of 9 11. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you're right. You're know, right. Dr. I know James. there was uh, 26. It's 26. <laughs> it, it, it's just the worst Pixar movie. It's, that's what it had. But down, down to like the little things, the little Tamagotchi, like stuff like that that they threw in the film. It's, like it was just great. It's, it's a passion project. They, they, they nailed everything we talked about and then dr jace don't you dare put it back up there I it feel... didn't reference 2001 <laughs> tragedies we who cares it's in canada but 9 11 is an american I event do, i do not believe the sincerity of this movie anymore <laughs> did you say because <laughs> it's, oh, they, people uh, are so, silly people are so silly. if anyone doesn't for all the listeners we're not being serious but there's a lot of people a lot of 
Sigma males out there Giga that chats. couldn't couldn't connect with a little girl in a movie, um, so they were so they had to find ways to justify them being misogynistic. It's a movie yeah. about periods. Uh, yeah, and it they, is. They, yes. Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. Those the are, panda's yeah. red. She's red. Yeah, yeah. Red it's, a, it's very on the nose, but it's a it's a great movie. Great movie. It is. I, I, I definitely will watch it again. Um, and also, watched I've watched today. it like seven times. Oh no! <laughs> it passed the kid test. Like I have, I have, test. like here's the kid test. I have, um, what do you call it? A you know a stepdaughter that's like nine, ten years old. If I go out there right now and be like, hey, you want to watch Turning Red? Immediate yes. There is not a like mm, I'll think about it with some of these other films. No, it's an immediate yes. It so, does pass the kid test. I have seen it, it from does. an elementary perspective from K through five. It's one of, yeah, it's one of those films that you watch. You can watch it as an adult or as a kid. And it's very enjoyable. Obviously, adults are going to look more into the message and all of that. Well, they did. They did. They reached. <laughs> I don't need my son asking me about a period. I don't need that, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch the four town bits as many times and not get tired of it, especially when the family starts chanting and beat with the four town. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like the, the family dancing. The high note. Oh, God. The high note. I was going to say dancing. The family singing the, 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 Chinese. the Chinese while yeah. the four town was going. Like, ah. Great. It was. It's fantastic. I agree. It belongs. I could see it being in the conversation of top 10. Top five, even. I could see it. Mm-hmm. I, I put it at number four. It definitely Minus deserves two. it. it, 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 it after two. much debacle in my life, it was at number one, but then I put it at number six. That's, that's, that's a big jump. Again, again that's I, feel like, I feel like a lot of the top 10 is like back and forth. It is. Like I had up at number one, and now it's not even in my top 10 anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like the like top ten, like top ten, maybe even, yeah, I'll say about top ten. It's like about all around the same like ranking. Uh, like if we were doing like a tier list, we'll be around the same tier. I yeah. agree. At number nine, Monsters Inc. Finding Nemo. No way. Nemo. No way. Goodness. Yeah, you, we're gonna uh, swing Wally. at each other. <laughs> what? Uh, 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 it could maybe. be Wally. It could be. It could be Wally. I, I think Wally's fantastic. Um, Ratatouille or fantastic. Wally? But no. it's Ratatouille or Finding Nemo. Of these, this is this is ridiculous. Toy Story three. Wow. It is Damn, I had it as my number. I had it as my number, number three. Number nine. That is absolute insanity. Mm, absolute. Actually, it's Toy not. Toy Story three was not in my. Maybe I was wrong for putting oh! Toy Story three higher oh. than Toy Story two. Toy Story um, 3 had the payoff of being a time a timepiece where if you watch the original movies as kids, this movie, Toy Story 3, in a way grew up with you. Yes. It literally grew up with you. So because we were all around the same age that when this movie came out, we were all like close to college bound relatively, like maybe a year or two off. Um, yeah. It was it was fantastic. I connected with some of these toys because I was like, oh my God, do I need to go give my Woody and Buzz a hug? Cause I don't play with them anymore. Um, like, I remember I gave Seth Gaffney my Yu-Gi-Oh card deck and I said, take them. I can't, I can't do this anymore. 
and your Yu-Gi-Oh cards were screaming, crying because you gave them away. Oh, they said, they said, they said. Goodbye, partner. How do you say goodbye in Japanese? They said. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Sayonara. Say <laughs> sayonara. Sayonara. Grandmaster. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I, I need to rewatch the Toy Story three, but it was—I don't know—it's one of those films that I'm like, I—I I don't remember everything that happened. So I rewatched it yesterday, and I found it more enjoyable than Toy Story one and two. Like I was like, I was okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of humor in this film. The opening sequence, I was like cracking up because it's like, oh no, the orphans, and then you just see the, like, all the, <laughs> oh, the play sequence. <laughs> the, the, yes. I thought that was fantastic and like again it just builds on a the already good structure that toy story already had i i think it's a good placement because honestly i can't sit here and say that i don't flip-flop the toy stories all the time in my top 10. our list might be completely different tomorrow at all honestly but it that's just that just shows that because they're all well-made films this is why i say that the that they're, they're the best trilogy they're all well-made films. They're all top-tier films. They all can stand. You can watch them on their own. You don't have to watch right. like Fellowship and then Twin Towers to understand Twin Towers. You know, right? You Two towers. Watch... Twin Towers <laughs> are the real thing. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nino, that's it. It's going back down to number six. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh God! I will, for me, my only gripe with Toy Story three. And I was alluding to it a little bit with Toy Story 4, is kind of Buzz. I am not a fan how they run out of ideas for Buzz because in Toy Story 2, Buzz gets trapped by the other Buzz. And then in Toy Story 3, he's reprogrammed twice in the film. And it's for a good chunk of the film. And I, yeah, at the heart of it, toy, the Toy Story franchise is more or less Woody's story. And I feel, but Toy Story 1 would make you believe it's a Dutragony with Buzz and Woody as the Dutragonist. And I just feel the Toy Story films as a franchise, the franchise as a whole, do better by Woody than they do by Woody and Buzz. And this, I, I would say that's my biggest thing. This is where I disagree just on Buzz's, the, the way Buzz is presented in Toy Story 3 He's supposed, at least from how I see it, he's supposed to represent how the rest of the toys are feeling. Because up until Toy Story 3, you were led to assume those were Andy's two favorite toys, Buzz and Woody. In Toy Story 3, Andy made the clear distinction of which toy reigned supreme over the other one. Because he had the choice of bringing whatever he wanted with him to college, and he chose Woody over Buzz. He had the option between the two. When he puts Buzz back in the trash bag, Buzz's whole thing from that point on, he doesn't know what to do. It's like, Andy doesn't want me anymore. He almost threw us out. The rest of the toys don't stand a chance if they threw Buzz Lightyear a Star Command in the garbage. So the rest of the movie, he's looking out for what's the best interest of the rest of the toys. They wanna go to Sunnyside. Woody wants to go back to Andy because Woody's got the best um, basically the best package going back to Andy. He's going to stay with him for college. He's going to be in his dorm. He's probably going to see some things uh, during his tenure at wherever college Andy goes to. 
Um, but I, I thought Buzz was fine in this in this movie. I think his whole thing was let's stay at Sunnyside because the this is what's good for all of us, uh, not just Woody, because Woody's the only one getting the good package. Going back to Andy, you just uh, disregarded the fact that they program reset him. No, okay, but that's like a little, that's like a silly gimmick, like towards what the uh, the later half of the movie. That's fine. They just reset him to get that shtick of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command uh, BS into the movie again. I think his character, his character, not the Buzz reset, his character is fine in this movie because he represents what the other toys are feeling getting abandoned and, by Andy. And also, he develops a, his relationship with Jesse. Like he finally is like, yeah, I really like you. Like right. One could, some kids would even say, I like like you. What do you mean? It's been like. ten years. If that okay. romantic stuff wasn't okay, established, it's been, ten, it's been ten years for them. But for us, I mean, it's technically also been ten years. It was saw, yeah, but, a little over, yeah. But we, but we haven't seen it. That's why. That's why it happened in this movie. We needed to see their relationship. We lots. needed to see it. Lots of hug and bear up there for irredeemable villains. Right. Okay, irredeemable. What do you mean irredeemable? He's a good villain, but he's, no, ir yes. ir irredeemable. He can't be redeemed. Oh, you're right. He, he, he went tried too to kill far. He went oh, too wait. Far. Also, the fire scene. Yes. Also, this film had one of the best use ex machina. Like it literally took it back to the Greek meaning of Deus Ex Machina, where a literal machine came and <laughs> the grabbed claw. them and saved the claw. them. And then it tied back, like it was not only a Deus Ex Machina, but also it was the claw. It like was the, the claw. Like the green alien huge... saved them. Yeah. And it, and it made sense. Like in that scene, I, I honestly was crying. I'm like, they're just dead. They're dead. There's no they're way. I thought they, I with no uh, room for like assuming what was gonna happen next. I thought this was where they died, uh, in the theater. This yeah. was like one of the few Pixar. I think this was the first Pixar movie where like I bawled my eyes out. I, I, <laughs> it, it really was like I, I was like, oh, this is gonna be another Toy Story movie. I'm yeah, because like I was like, wow. They're gonna be smelted and reformed into new toys, and then they're gonna meet each other. They're gonna reincarnate. They held yes. They accepted their fate for a solid ten they to fifteen seconds, yes. and they were oh like, God. "Listen, at least we're all dying together, and we'll die as a family." <laughs> and then you just see Buzz holding out his hand to Woody, like that was just such a that that's where the it's powerful. The the toy, yeah, powerful. that's where the heart of the toys because they're so. toys, and you're like, "Why am I crying?" Over a, 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 a movie of toys. <laughs> we really need to do a, a deep dive on just these films. I think I, we, yes. Because we don't you, have you time also gotta think, you, you also got to think that many people, well, actually, I'm pretty sure everybody was thinking that this is going to be the last movie. Yeah. Uh, for so a like, lot, it should have been. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, for me, it should have been. Um, but uh, what is it? Like knowing that this is the last movie and like th that scene starts to go on and you start thinking like, oh, this is how it's going to end. That I, I teared up as well. I was just like, wait, there's no way that this is going to be the, like the ending. Um, but now yeah, I definitely I, I definitely think it's top 10 for sure. It, it's it's respectable number nine. And yes. I think it deserves at, at least that. Um, and let's see what we have left for number eight. This better be number Finding Nemo Ratatouille. Do, 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 Finding Nemo Ratatouille. 
Nino, you're gonna. I mean, I would have to say Monsters Inc. or Toy Story Two, or maybe The Incredibles. Actually, Toy Story Two is my favorite. It's Monsters Inc. Oh, this is another one of my favorites. No, no, Monsters Inc. at number eight does not deserve to be here. No, I think it's fine where (laughs) it is. Grandmaster did this. Um, no, Monsters Inc. for me fell. Oh wow. Oh, let's see. It was number 12 for me. It did not crack my top 10. Wow. And when it comes he down to do it, this. when it comes down the to outlier. it, I find other Pixar films more enjoyable than Monsters, Inc. That's that's for me. That's what it comes down you, to. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, I see the merit of Monsters, Inc. being in a top five uh, for a list. It's just for me, it's not in my top five. It like, was- I, like it's really great. It's a really great film. I can right. acknowledge that. I just for for my personal taste, I don't know. It just it just misses. It just misses with me for some reason. I think it was five for me for my list because it's yeah. just one of those films for me at least. I really I was obsessed with Monsters Inc. when I was little. I loved Mike Wazowski, all of that. Um, and it's still it's still an enjoyable film as an adult for me to watch um it's still funny you still laugh at the parts Mm -hmm. um so i i really love this movie i'm gonna i'm gonna say this really briefly then i'm gonna let everyone else go when watching monsters inc i remember now as when i was a child watching monsters inc i really was taken out of it as a child when it got very grim and very serious when water news threw mike and sully through that door and they ended up in the himalayas and then mike and sully kind of have that uh that that stare down that, oh no I'm, you know what that, it lost me too in that part as yeah a kid. i was just like oh this my is, god i was just kind of like this is not necessarily kind of fun for me anymore they're about to kill that girl the little girl <laughs> i was yeah. mike and sully are not friends now I'm watching Sully race down the mountain and it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like he's getting anywhere towards that village. Right. I got I think I got really scared watching that, you know? That means it did its job. I mean, it yes, did it did job. its job, which is why I appreciate the film, but thinking about it back as a kid, I think that factors into why it is not necessarily high for me maybe. I don't know. Uh I loved it. I love the whole thing because that's when they're in the Himalayas and they they're with um the the abominable stone the abominable snowman yeah yeah and then they and then Mike and Sully have that moment of like I wasn't I don't matter I don't matter (laughs) (laughs) their Um, dialogue exchange was really really good in that moment Billy Crystal and John Goodman do amazing in this film and they work great off each other. They do. They they really are Mike and Sully, and I you know, I have this as my number one film. So, on oh. um, going back, going back and watching rewatching this, I didn't expect a lot going in. I was like, oh, maybe it's probably going to be a number eight film, and it's a very tight movie. It, it does what it needs to do. It's it's and it, on a filmmaking perspective, you it, it the filmmaking is probably the best that Pixar has gotten um and it's it's just really good it's really creative um the monster designs are very inventive they're iconic like mm-hmm. mike mike and sully are iconic um and i think that 
I think that when I went back into this film and then I realized that there is so much more to this film and then the critiques on capitalism and, you know, reusable energy and making sure that we're not destroying other people um, just to have our way of life. I think that's really important. It's a really important film. It is. No, I agree. I definitely yeah, They had agree. a really good deal. Like the, I think the, the duo of Mike and Sully actually, for me, was the best duo in any Pixar film. And um, yeah, the, the dynamic of like, it was surprisingly emotional. I did not expect the, like to be that emotional when with Boo at the end, um, um, whenever they well, actually went back to to Boo and um, he, 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 like she she said like, oh, Kitty, come, uh, you're back. Uh, so I was with all of that. It it made me it made me emotional when I first saw it, and then looking back at it as, as well, it was really good as well. And then Monsters University happened. And yeah. it ruined everything. <laughs> they need a, you know, I think, cool? a, 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 a Monsters Inc. like Disney ride with the doors. That would be cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> you want like something? They have, they, have the last, they have the last floor. Not good enough. The last floor. Wait, yeah, but, but then enough. again, but then again, the Disney. Oh, this is this is another podcast topic about amusement park and rides, but. Anyway, I know why they one. I know why they made it a show instead of an uh, a ride because they want to diversify their attractions. Point blank. Period. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, I just I just feel like you know what I feel like Monsters University was so bad and so off base to the original concept of this film that it makes this yeah. film it makes people think about this film and think less of it when it really is should be like top five at the very least monsters yeah. university really disrespected this film and that's why i don't like yeah. Monsters university <laughs> well apparently uh the show was polarizing too. the monsters inc show that was a show oh, it's on uh, disney plus monsters at what? work monsters, monsters at work yeah monsters at work yeah and it yeah. deals with the laugh stuff and it's a sequel it's a yeah, sequel, it's a sequel. It's a, but it's mid from i mean i don't know i haven't I've seen heard it myself, it's got, it got a season two though Oh, season okay. two's coming. Yeah. Let's hope they, you know, fix the problems with season one. <laughs> um, so we have Monsters Inc. at number eight, Lucky number seven. Ratatouille. A lot of back and I'm forth. I'm just gonna say Wally or Toy Story 2. Ratatouille. I swear Ratatouille. if you say something controversial again about any of the <laughs> remaining Toy Story, I'm just going ooh. off of my list. It's it's unfortunate. Nino Ratatouille for all you know is number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ratatouille. It's Wally. Mm. Wally. Huh? I think I put Ratatouille I, below Wally. I put I really, Wally above Ratatouille. I liked I liked Wally more a second time. I mean, not a second time, but like watching it more recently uh, for this episode. Um, I think Wally's like really well made. This is another is. Um, uh, Brad Bird film. No, right? No, it's not. No? It is no, not Wally, a Brad Bird film. So Brad Bird is Incredibles and uh, Ratatouille. Wally, Wally is Andrew Stanton, who did Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. why did yes. I? Oh, wow. Yep. I did easy, not easy, easy mistake. Right, right. And um, the story was done was done by Stanton and Pete Doctor. So, uh, okay. so Pete Doctor had his hand in this too. Wally's I can great movie. 
No, no yeah, doubt. Wally's yeah. definitely a good film. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely cute. Like, I think the best way I can explain it is just a really, really cute uh, movie that uh, all the kids would definitely like. And you know what? A better love story than A Bug's Life? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because this is a romantic a plot. It is and a romantic also, plot. It does it very and, well, surprisingly. Yeah. And you know, Bombastic, I you say that a lot of you say that it's cute for kids but you know a lot of kids don't like wally um because there's not a lot of talking there was yeah. a lot of talk when it came out they were like there's no mm-hmm. talking there's not a lot of talking in this movie um so a lot of kids kind of checked out of it when i think that wally is probably one of the better films because it accomplishes so much without a lot of talking it's a very right. visual film yeah. which is great which is which is great which is what you know people strive for and you just really root for wally because he's a very likable character i will they, say yeah. i i agree i think that Wally's more of an adult movie than a ch- than a kid's movie um, i can i can see that i can see that um, as well i enjoyed i enjoyed it as a kid i really liked it but i enjoyed it even more like as an yeah. adult I, yeah, I think I, they do a lot of visual storytelling successfully in the first portion of the movie because you don't get a you don't get a lot of actual dialogue dialogue until he gets onto the spaceship mm-hmm. uh, with the other humans. The first like what thirty minutes to forty minutes, it's just a a post apocalyptic world, and you mm-hmm. see Wally and a cockroach going around <laughs> and just living yeah. their life. I think that was great, I, and I could see as as kids. You know, because they don't have that talking, like mm-hmm. they're just not grasped by the movie as well as, a, you know, a Toy Story 1 or a Toy Story 2. Um, yeah, I I appreciate it more as an adult, like what Captain Falcon said. Yeah, I, I agree in the same sense, because like I do remember like question as a kid and thinking it's, it's all right. It's not it's, it's pretty good. It's like like I say, it was, it was pretty cute. But I, this is the one of the only movies where like i saw it again as like recently and i'm like wait this is way better than i actually thought as a kid mm-hmm. i want us to well i mean i'm just gonna put it in perspective we were not necessarily kids when wally came out wally came cool. out in 2008 we were on our way to ninth we grade. grade yeah i was we, i was in middle school i'm oh, sorry 11. sorry but okay but we're all past the you know like 10 we're mark. in the double digits we're in, well what i'm what i'm what i'm saying is you know it's yeah, it's really easy to call wally a kids movie but you can also it's really easy to say too that kids are not grasping on to wally but I've, i i i just like to look i don't when if pixar is directed at kids but they're not necessarily kid movies they're yeah. animated movies which of course that's always going to catch a child's eye first um but with that said there are kids out there who can enjoy wally no doubt but it's like you kind of gotta put like blinders on them because there isn't any dialogue so it's very easy to not pay attention to wally at all Mm -hmm. but with that said kids can watch wally and definitely enjoy it uh in the first act of the movie without many dialogue again i think three words are said in the beginning i mean in the first part from the characters wally eve and directive eve. i think oh, yeah. when i 
When I made my nephew watch Wally, um, it was the same made thing. him watch it. <laughs> I made him sit watch down it. and watch. sit down. Um, I made him watch Wally, and it was essentially what you were saying. It was hard for him to pay attention in the beginning, where there's no talking. But then once his favorite character was the cleaning robot. Oh, uh, Mo. Oh. Mo. <laughs> he was. I liked him. He was silly. Yeah. yeah. Was it, Wally. Wally gets a lot of good points, and actually, you know. Uh, thematically too there's some heavy adult themes in wally uh but that's why i say it's just an animation it's an animated movie they got elements that adults will appreciate they got elements kids will appreciate and you may appreciate the different elements at different points of your life yeah. a classic a classic I've, I've heard people label this as like in their top three it's yeah it's that mm -hmm. good yeah. uh I, tv i think has it as number one and I think I think it's gonna I think as the years go by, it's just gonna age so much better. Mm -hmm. Um because and, and I think it already has aged better because from when I when when it first came out, people were like, This is like the worst Pixar movie, obviously. And now now there's so much love for Wally. Especially so I, with going on what's going on with the world right now mm -hmm. with uh yeah. you know, pollution and everything. I feel like it'll, yeah. it, it, it's definitely gonna age like wine for sure as time goes on respectable number seven Gratitude. i'm willing no, i'm willing to oh no this is oh, no. number seven <laughs> number six i will Gratitude. fight anyone that um, put this here toy story <laughs> two or please please it's probably toy story Ratatouille. two or Ratatouille. whoever ranked this move I, it is toy story one Okay, Ooh. no, this is problematic. Yes. This no, it's, is... it's, it's, I don't think it's problematic. Mm. Again, I, again, the Toy Stories, I feel like are very interchangeable throughout this list. This um, is in a top five. I'm sorry. I was yeah, number five for me. Five. It was number did, five for me, but it also is no, probably it the, I know that it's the first Pixar film. So I'm just going to say this and you have to just take it with a grain of salt. It is the worst made Toy Story movie, but also it was the first ever 3D <laughs> movie ever. So look at Dr. Listen, Grady. listen. My background is specifically <laughs> Toy Story One, and that is because I mean I I can just say it right now since we're talking about it. This was my number one. This was my number one. And it's not because like it's Toy Story or it was the first Pixar movie. Therefore, it's the best. I consider Toy Story 1, and I said it before in our chat, it is the Citizen Kane of oh, animated God. movies. Good and God. the reason, the reason why I say that, for those of you that don't know Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane is one of those old school, like 1940, 1950 films that is considered almost perfect cinema or not even almost perfect cinema because there's not a single frame shot in Citizen Kane that is wasted. Dialogue exchange between characters is purposeful, meaningful, and they don't waste your time. Toy Story to me is a Citizen Kane because they were so limited by technology. Like what Nino was saying, it's the first animated film of its time they were limited by technology, by time constraints. So they could not waste a single piece of dialogue, a single line in this movie because they're limited by resources. They have to get the point across. 
you can go to any frame in Toy Story 1 and I can tell you its purpose. I could tell you anything. I could, I swear, I watched this movie God knows how many times. I watched it. I watched it. Uh, when did I watch this? I, I watched it for the podcast, like maybe a month ago. I was still discovering new things about this movie. New jokes that I didn't get despite having watched this movie like oh, at least a hundred times. To me, that's a masterpiece. What? That's I'm a masterpiece. I, okay, I got I got Uncultured swine. swine. <laughs> or how about uh I found my moving buddy. You see, there's so many. Maybe adult I can get jokes. someone else to watch the sheep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. What are they about to do? <laughs> can Woody unzip his pants? Listen, no, he cannot. But he, he has he has the he has the little string behind him. I'm sure he could do yeah, creative is, stuff. I'm with not that. gonna say what I want to say. We're not gonna say let's anything. Let's not get into the <laughs> cities. Yeah. I will say though that yeah, this movie was iconic. It, it was. Like that's the best way I can put it. It's iconic, iconic for it's sure. It's a me. masterpiece, like in all in all sense. And like I, I remember watching this the the first time, and almost every single time I look at my toys, and I, I kind of just like go out of my room and i couldn't try to surprise them try to see if i can actually just like see them moving around they're um, all on the floor quick yeah. bombastic is coming and i i can i mean it, it's not that everybody can relate to that but like i i know a lot of kids that well back then when i used to talk to them and i remember talking about toys and things like that and like i asked them if they thought that whenever you would go out of your room, they would just do whatever they want. And a lot of kids would actually say yes. So like, I, I can relate to that in, in that sense as well. I, at the, I mean, I obviously had a buddy and was, uh, buddy. Woody and Buzz toy, clearly. And I, I still have those toys. Um, but I remember at the time going to Mr. Bombastic's point, I had, an Optimus Prime and a couple Decepticons. And I used to think whenever I would leave the room, they would have a little battle between each other because they <laughs> hate each other. And I had this thing in my head as a kid where I was like, if I don't equip Optimus Prime with, you know, his his laser gun, he's gonna lose the battle when I leave the room. He's gonna be unarmed. I got I gotta set him up properly. Toy Story did that to me for transformers uh, unrelated um you know franchise but toy story as number six too low it's too low <laughs> it's too low i'm sorry toy story is an iconic movie and the concept is genius and all of that i like toy story 2 better uh, i can just, see I like the arguments better. for toy story 2 i can I see think it. what it really comes down to is that i don't like sid you, listen. You're not supposed to like Sid. Yeah, you're not supposed to like Sid. Now, granted, with that said, you could make the argument that Sid is actually very creative and very artistic, and yes. you could make that argument. But what I think it really comes down to is that there is no rest of Pixar without Toy Story. Toy Story was just kind of next-level storytelling. Right. They really, you know, came up with an idea that I'm sure many people thought of, but they're like, let's bring it to like but also too they also said let's push 
what it means to be an animated movie. And let's do, we have computers, we have technology. Why are we not, you know, really pushing this? Right. And yeah. there's, there's a whole documentary on Pixar that's really good. Oh, and what the, for this movie's background or? It, well, it's obviously Toy Story plays a big part in the it, but it's like, it's, ev it's everything. It's okay. how Pixar started. Where they are, that A one one three classroom? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. referenced in every yeah. film. So, they, so that's why I, I, it is it is pivotal in the history of Pixar, but it is not Pixar's best. However, it is Pixar's yes, mascot. It is, it is Pixar's oh mascot. It's not Pixar's best. It really isn't. Like there, I think there have been movies that have came after it that are just better movies. But Woody's a jerk. But the, yes, he is. He's supposed but, to be. But he's actually, ass. you know, funny I, enough, in the early drafts, he was even more of an ass than yes, he, was he was in the film. He was like, almost, like almost unlikable, yeah. very unlikable yeah. in the early drafts. Yeah, but what do you call it? He was this. This movie is iconic. Will always be iconic. I just feel like I also feel like it gets a bunch of points for that because it 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 was the first. No one can ever take it away from that, and it really focused on character storytelling. And it didn't have any of the, it doesn't have any of the issues. You can tell a lot of the issues that Toy Story had were strictly because it was the first. You know what I mean? Like, you, like. You know what's funny? I, I just realized the box art, the original box art, where it shows Woody distraught and annoyed by Buzz taking the limelight is in complete opposite from my background where he's smiling and ecstatic. Both real backgrounds, though. Those are both. Well, yeah, both real. But like this one, the one from my background is like a later rendition. I, I think that was like the Blu-ray box art. Yeah. But it goes to show that even Pixar, looking back on it, they were like, yeah, Woody's kind of an ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's have him smile being buddy-buddy with Buzz. In yeah, this no, I mean, no one could take it away that it's the first. But I don't think it was their goal for it to be the best. They wanted to do better after Toy Story. So... Yeah. They definitely wanted to set the bar super high, though. <laughs> I feel like they did. They did. No, they, they did. did. You, some could even say they went to to infinity and beyond. <laughs> um, All right, roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> there we go. They, um, they had they, they had the best uh, buzz in there too, uh, I believe. The yes, best rendition correct. Of buzz. That is the best yes. characterization of Buzz with Toy Story two a close second. Yes. At least I'm Mrs. Nesbitt's now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius. you see, you see genius. the thing, you see the hat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I I didn't know what came years over years at the academy. <laughs> <laughs> genius ge writing dialogue, superb. I I can't knock it down. My personal number one, but I could I could see arguments for it being number six. We're now in the top five. Top five of the Pixar list. Number five, coming in hot, is Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Well, mid-year, we're saving that for last. Uh, no, it is. Did, 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 did no one say it? Coco. Coco. No. It's in the top five. No. It's in the top no. five. It's no. I don't top... agree with. Uh, I don't agree. I'll, I'll be honest. I wish there were some people more mad about Toy Story One being number six, but <laughs> sure, Coco. Let's get mad at Coco. I will five. be honest with everybody. I did not see Coco. 
What? What? To Mr. Bombastic's point, I did not see Coco until uh, maybe a month ago. For the You're first time. crazy. For the first time. And wow. I was not spoiled. I was Surprisingly, wow. I was never spoiled by the plot twist of... Um, Bull. Wait. No, I, I was not. I was not. I was not. I, I had no idea it was coming. I had no idea of the wait, plot twist. Wait, with, which one? With with the big Hector one. or Ernesto? Him being... Him not being the the whoever the um oh my god uh De La Ernesto Cruz? his grandfather Hector yes yes Hector. him being the real grandfather and not um the other guy was it De La Cruz De La Cruz, De La Cruz yeah. um I I didn't see it coming I was never spoiled by that thing and I guess because I always avoided Coco whenever I saw it because I was like oh I didn't see that movie yet I'm not I'm not paying attention to that um, Coco's but, my number two. Co yeah. I forgot where I put. I think Coco's Coco was, was. It was three for me. Coco it, is in my was, top five. Yeah. I think. Or maybe it was number six. Number two for me. Yeah. Coco's a good movie. It's it's, and, and it's it's a movie that I put on and it's it's it just hits home, even though it's Very emotional. Um, based on Mexican culture. But there's a lot of overlap between Latin American cultures and Caribbean cultures. Um, and just seeing that the grandma. Mama or great grandma, Mama Coco. Oh and you, my god! It, it's really hard to not see my family in th his family. It's very hard. So I, it, it, it hit home. The songs are great. Um, it used music actually to tell its story, and it did. It's it's just it's just a great movie. Like like I feel like it has. Um, two climaxes almost like it has the first climax of trying to get him to right like to the to the real world and then it has the second climax of oh god i'm getting chills of um <laughs> trying to get there before mama coco passes away and doesn't and forgets her father and then he has to sing to her come on oh it's my number two my eyes out I bawled my eyes out first time watching this movie because like Nino said, it's hard to not see my family and how they tackled the issues within the family too. How like um, Hector did this thing and then they like banished him from the family. That happens in like real life where you don't talk to a person and you kind of believe what younger generations or the older generation tells you but then right. you find out what the real story is you know like it's mm -hmm. how they tackled that issue too it was just a great film great film it i gotta was. see it now I can't oh you still haven't seen it oh my god you had time <laughs> i think this it was this one and i remember there was one that i that i did not see i do not remember which one though was it Lightyear? no i think it was a good dinosaur Oh, the good dinosaur. I can understand the good dinosaur, but Coco, man, Coco was on Netflix at a time. It's on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, it is. I'll give, I'll give it a try. Yeah, I think that's why. Maybe I, I might be the outlier on that one. You're the reason why it's number five. I might be the outlier because I had a, I think I had a, um, I do. The only thing I do remember was like some of the music videos because it, um. They they had some music videos like on the side that I that I did watch, and I was kind of like based on out of that. And I, um, I heard some reviews as well 
um oh, that was like one of the better uh disney films so i was just like okay so it must be pretty good but i still haven't it's seen it it's phenomenal it's I've phenomenal heard- Right. I heard a lot of great things about it before watching it for years since it came out. And I felt like it matched the praise that did it you got. Cry? Yeah, did I you cry? Did. Yes, yes, clearly. Um, it, it was it was a well-told story and very emotional uh, with Mama Coco and um, him learning about who his actual grandfather was and then the race to go back to the living so that Mama Coco doesn't uh, forget about um the actual Hector. grandfather Hector um that was great no that was really fantastic I was like wow I really missed the train on Coco of all the films I missed Soul and uh the good dinosaur when they came out I was like okay yeah which is fine, That's <laughs> fine. Coco was a travesty to miss to miss um respectable top five I know it's in a lot of people's top five but the question is what is better than Coco, apparently? Appar- are- I do not agree with Ratatouille better- being better than Coco. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I had Coco higher than Ratatouille, but Ratatouille used to be, at a time, my number one. No. Interesting. I think I had Ratatouille now, number two, if I remember correctly. Ratatouille is number four. Which I now, uh, I've been kind of like, uh, not, not, I don't want to say enlightened, but there are some things that I didn't realize that I didn't necessarily didn't like about Ratatouille and Nino uh, can attest to this, but he pointed out that there are like three montages in the movie. There are three montages yes. in Ratatouille. Which I never thought this would be a hindrance to the movie, but in, compar- in comparison to other films, I'm like, wow, three is kind of excessive. Yes. Um, and but it kind of just... Sense- Oh, wait, go ahead. Well, it just takes away from you could have smaller kind of character moments, like character interactions, and it just kind of speeds up the process. But really, Ratatouille did not have an end goal in sight. You know, Anton Ego was came out of left field. He's name dropped in the beginning of the field in the film, but you never thought he was going to be present by the end of the film. And so the montage is kind of speed up to Anton Ego, then it's like, you know, this is what we're working towards now. But then but then it's I'm I'm mad that it's so high up. I, I really I under I understand that everybody is like, oh the thing I want to say I can't say on this podcast. Um but um they, they all they all kind of you know get around in a circle and like just like fawn over that's oh it's an allegory for Disney. Oh, stop. Not everybody story. knows that. One, I didn't. I, I praised this movie as high as I did because I think this was like in my either top five or top six, something like that. I didn't know about the Disney allegory until Grandmaster well, pointed out. All people can talk about, about this film. And maybe I've just been hanging around Grandmaster who... Yes, I've been, I've been explaining this allegory. But to everyone. He explained it to me too. I, <laughs> I literally praised the film for what it did right, and Grandmaster sent me a message. But do you know the Disney allegory in this? Did you know? Well, did no. Know? I gave him that. Did you know? I was like, you could totally did do you a know? Did you know on this? But you want to? But, well. but, but you want to know something? Like, yeah, it's nice. It's to me, it's not a great film. It's mm-hmm. not to me. It's it's a very mid film 
that has like oh. like it's like oh my god anybody can cook oh my god food you want to know where i can go get that i don't know i'll go to a restaurant and talk to actual people not a rat in a pixar film stop it it what still it? works you can't reach this it still works <laughs> it's a beautiful film i don't i mean I, 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 like Dr. J said, I had it higher before the big Disney allegory. Um, I feel the Disney allegory makes it like a hundred times better. Um, if you really like really deep. And again, I give you a lukewarm version of that allegory. You need to actually go do the research on your own. But with that said, I thoroughly enjoy Ratatouille. I don't know what it is, but like the final big sequence where all the rats come together to help him out in the kitchen. I love that sequence. It was very, you know, we talk about, you know, how Monsters University is just, you know, the monsters in a normal university. Seeing all those rats cook and they get in like the big dish steamer oh. is visually so creative. Like they're knocking ingredients over because they can't lift them up. And it's listen, so cool. listen, listen. No, it's not cool. You want to know why? Yes, it I, is. No, it I is. used to work. I used to work at a pizza place with rats. Hungry How oh, did I? And you want to know something? That that I'm, I'm I'm probably giving away too much here, but that place was so disgusting. We were close to having that kitchen of ratatouille with all those rats. You didn't put the rats the, in the, the steamer. The rats took a shower before they, they, were they started cooking. Right, yeah, they were sanitized. Oh my god, they were sanitized. Rats carry diseases. Not when they take a bath with soap. So wait, are you mad at the film because? Them no, rats I'm mad at the cooking. I'm mad at the film because it's mid and no one wants to be brave enough I to admit it. I agree. I agree with Neo. I think it's very mid too. And and this is why. Because I just it didn't move me. Ratatouille didn't move me. It was just kind of a cute little film, but did it move me like Coco did? Did it move me like Turning Red did? No. It okay, didn't. those came out after Ratatouille. But it's it's still when I watch it today, it doesn't move me. It does not. Have you had actual what, Ratatouille? What, how, okay, what? Okay, how does it move you? I make Ratatouille now. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how it moves, Grandmaster. It inspired. It told me anyone can cook. Anyone I can, can cook. cook. Does not matter where you came now. from. Right. Does not matter. Yeah, it's definitely and relatable as well because it gives you that that sense of feeling that like w once you start making food, you start relating to uh to like whenever your mom used to make food and oh, like that feeling as a yes. kid as well. And uh, so that I, I I got so attached to it because of that reason. And not only that, it shows that you cannot inherit greatness just because of your bloodline or social class because Linguini sucked ass <laughs> at cooking. But who was his father? The what Gusto. Was it? Gusto, Gusto. The great Gusto. And he was terrible at it. But you get this rat, a creature you naturally think is just disgusting, which it is. It carries disease, like Nino said. And look, he wants to be a chef. I enjoyed it more as a kid than now. I, am, I, will say. I enjoyed it equally as a kid and equally now. Mine's the opposite. More now. Mine's the, I, I liked it as a kid. I liked it so much more 
as an adult, which is funny because like we're all over the place with that. Some of us hate it more <laughs> than we were kids. Some of us are the same and some of us like it better now. I like, I went in and watched it as an adult, like going in thinking I was going to love it like I, when I was a kid. And then I was like, eh, that's cute, I guess. <laughs> Again, rats are not that appealing, but if you actually go down the line, there are many movies that focus on mice rats and other vermin as the main characters an american tale exactly. we're actually talking about a, a better movie than ratatouille enough yeah about uh, no cats in america that's stupid what <laughs> oh you know what no that's no, no, a rabbit hole rabbit that's hole. a rabbit hole um we're gonna throw these three up at the same time because they're the top three so any takes on what order they come in light year saving for the end again. number one finding nemo number two toy story two okay. number three incredible finding nemo is my number one so finding and, nemo, okay. and i would put incredibles incredibles over toy story two i would put toy story two top incredibles than finding nemo interesting very interesting takes i mean these are these are the top three. I mean, th th this is what we look at when we go for a Pixar movie. This is what we're trying to find and going to see it. So coming in at number three first is Incredible. Mr. Incroyable. Incroyable. That, that line right there is one of the funniest lines <laughs> in the whole freaking movie. Number three is Mr. Incroyable. So number, number one. Number one. It's Nemo. There's no way Toy Nemo. Story 2 Toy Story is number two one. Is really good. Toy Story 2 is not. No, there's no one. way. No, it's Toy Story 2. It's Nemo. Because it's I Nemo. ranked. I, I tanked finding Nemo's ranking. There's he no purposely way did one. it. He it's purposely did it. You son of a gun. <laughs> I personally think Toy Story 2, but I'm pretty sure it's Nemo. Toy Story yeah. 2 is not better than Nemo. Toy Story 2 is at number two. Beautiful. Damn. That's the order I said. Meaning. Boom. Meaning. Finding Nemo, according to the Yonko podcast, that was my number one. is Pixar's magnum I, opus. It is their wow, best film ever. That made. is not, that is not, I'm not. Ever, Nino, ever. No way. By no us. Way. I had, by, I had, by us. By us. I had toys. Hey, you. I, I tried to negotiate. I had Toy Story 1 as number one, but... I, Finding to be fair, Finding Nemo was my number uh, two. It was my Finding number Nemo. Two. Finding Nemo was my number one. Finding um, Nemo was my one. I, did not I had a two, uh, but I also had Incredibles. That's number one. I and had it at number Story nine. Three. I had a Finding okay. Nemo at number nine, and Toy Story two at number seven. And I don't Toy think I don't I don't even think the Incredibles. Where did the Incredibles fall? Where did I? Yeah, let me see where I put. Incredibles, Incredibles. was my number four. The Incredibles was number eight. So I think I had it around Nino's spot too. Cause I was expecting Incredibles to be in my top three, but when I watched it again, I just enjoyed some of the other Pixar films a lot more. Uh and yeah. not to knock down Incredibles, but I, I I don't know. I just did not hit the same what oh goodness. Incredibles I'm gonna say this really too. Cool. There's a point at when watching Incredibles, and especially probably as a kid that you are kind of taken out of it because it is a real world sense at times you know mm -hmm. like when right. bob infidelity yeah yeah when bob and uh, and uh what's her real name helen Murat, are arguing 
that oh, argument was intense, you know? Talking about packing up and relocating again because Bob can't help but be a super. Um, that that argument was intense. Yes, the infidelity thing. Pull yourself together. That was great. Right. <laughs> but like at, 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 times, at times, it is somewhat kind of dark uh, Incredibles. And as a kid watching it, you can be taken out of it. But of course, they bring you back in with the lighter moments. Like Mr. Incredible, he was like, oh, Crusher. It'll be easy, like breaking a toothpick. Great Jesus, man. Like, he just lost his family. He thinks he lost his family. Right, right. Right. They try to. Helen put it perfectly. This is why this film is really good. She's like, this ain't your Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, they will yes. shoot you to kill you. Like, I like that conversation that she yeah. had with the kids. It, it breaks that wall because it, it makes it like not kid like in that sense that it's like all right there's real world problems going on mm -hmm. like thinking of adultery or like actually dying um and like it, it broke that barrier at least for me because when i first watched it i was like wait this is this is a kiss movie like and they're actually like putting all of these things out as well that's, like, that's why i say you gotta stop you gotta stop putting them in this thing called a kids movie it's animated because this man, Brad Bird, was not making a kid's movie. You saw a it's list of well. supers that said terminated, terminated, yeah. terminated. They're dead. They're, <laughs> They're dead. I, you know what? It says that clearly in the movie. I didn't get that as a kid. I I, I got no, I just I thought they were terminated beaten. Mean. I thought they were just beaten. They're like, oh yeah, we beat you up. And but you're no, I got it when when you saw laser gazer beam gazer beam the boss right yeah. yeah i was right. like this is morbid but he's killing them yeah i think incredibles is a great movie i just revisiting it like i think it's top 10 worthy but i just don't i don't i don't enjoy it as much as i did as i did then right i actually yeah mine is kind of the same with ninos i i feel like i enjoyed it more back then compared to now and maybe it's because i've just seen it so many times but then again i've seen toy story so many times it has not aged a day for me uh, but look where it is it's six it deserves to be high i agree it deserves <laughs> to be higher but incredibles incredibles is a, is, is a fantastic movie and again it's kind of what grandmaster was saying that family dynamic is what holds it together because literally all the best scenes that he's mentioning tie into family in some way bob was gonna snap uh, that girl's back. Uh, and it was all because he thought he lost his family. One of a great, one of the great character moments. The conversation with Helen and the kids literally telling them these villains will kill you. Like you need to, th th this is not Wiley e. Coyote with an Acme dynamite and he's going to slip on a banana peel when he throws it at you. They will have every, they will get every opportunity to try and snuff you out. Yeah. That like scene when... That, that one scene when um, Helen and the kids are in the plane and like you can, you can feel the, the fear like whenever Helen's like, Mayday, 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 we're crushing first and, like, and that scene's really good too, because at first, yeah, she's like, Mayday, abort, abort, abort. And then she's, then she's so desperate. She's like, there are kids aboard, there are kids aboard. And then it like- And then, she and then it clicks like, for Mr. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, and then she flips and she's in full mom mode and she like grabs them like, yeah. Well, yeah, she's yeah. like, we're fucking dead. <laughs> Unless I do something, it's violent. 
In oh, man, Violet, so put a barrier. But that's such. I'm trying, that's, I'm that's why it's so good intense, because intense. how do you tell Violet not to use her powers her and life. practice yeah. using her powers, and then you want her to stop two heat-seeking missiles? Like that's right. crazy around the entire plane. The right. entire plane. Oh my gosh! Yeah, great that's why I had freaking movie. It has so good. It has a lot of intense scenes. I Incredibles. I feel like can, Incredibles for a lot of people is, are people's number one. I've yeah. seen it discussed that before. My, that was my number one for sure. Um, people will say, and I love when people say this: Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yeah, you want to know why it doesn't have Human Torch in the main plot? No, it's because yes, they're I basically guess. the same powers of being. Of, of the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, so I it doesn't have. Guess. And except you know how the Fantastic Four is Marvel's first family, and yeah. yet they have yet to make a successful. Oh. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go go ahead. Ahead. No, you were in the middle of something. No, I'm just saying I, I, they, they haven't been made. Made. There hasn't been across the board a good Fantastic Four movie. Oh, okay. No, I liked Fan Force too. Shut. Fa stop. Shut up. <laughs> um. Outside of You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story, I think this was Pixar's best original soundtrack. Yeah. Giacchino. Giacchino. It's it's very 60s inspired. And it's like, so good. It is oh, so he good. He nails it. And that's why I, they brought him back a bunch. I, I don't blame him. And, you see iconic music. And guess what? And I guarantee you would like every other project he's done. He did Ratatouille. Oh wow! Uh, look at that. He Another did, great one. He did Up, um, okay. which Up is iconic for that Up opening. Has the music, right? Yeah. Um, those are the the top ones that come to mind. But so Giacchino, he's great. Not surprised. Um, Incredibles, great movie. Toy Story two at number two. Is that a respectable no. position? I, yes. I I wouldn't. Uh, it's not. I it's yeah it's not in my top 10 but i can understand it's definitely in my top 10 it is in my top 10 i don't know where you're coming off it, it's at number 12 for 10. me and it's because i thought toy story 3 and the first toy story were superior films with that said mm -hmm. i am open to the argument that toy story 2 is superior to toy story 1 and toy story 3 because it builds off of toy story 1 fantastic it does it really does and then how it introduces um Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Bullseye. Jesse Stinky P. It's not it's Stinky not just P. them introducing some like side character. It's like they gave him a background, a story, how she connects, like ugh, well, great best toy story. The, the best part about them is that you know Woody's over here like ah oh, Space Rangers are the new thing. Here's Woody. He had a whole what well, once upon a time. Cowboys, yeah, Woody's Roundup was a thing. Woody was the hot toy. He had a whole universe, and he didn't even know, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, oh, Nia, you were going to say something? Yeah, uh, I was just going to say that, yeah, I um, I had I had it as the best Toy, toy Story. Um, sorry. I had it the best Toy Story movie. Um, I didn't have it that high up, but... Um, I did like it a lot. Definitely, like, really emotional uh, with Jesse, uh, in that sense of feeling that like uh, Woody had like a, an option to make. It's like I could just be a part of them, and mm -hmm. um, like, 
and going back and forth when like should i just go back with andy or like um or i had to get back to andy and having that conflict with everybody else in that roundup uh toy si uh, series no i i definitely like toy story 2 for how it built off of the original for sure um and it did it did what finding dory did a, a lot better just because it in a way it's, it's kind of the same concept you take what what they did in the original and you reverse uh the roles in a way right because they're like finding nemo was finding nemo they, they were going to find nemo finding dory was they got to go find dory in toy story one it's woody basically trying to save buzz and bring him back home in toy story 2 it's woody i mean i'm sorry it's buzz trying to save woody and bringing him back home but i just there's there's just so much that kind of like what nino said you can deep dive just the toy story films and be there for hours i feel like us talking about it in the middle of what 26 movies is not doing it justice yeah no it's not um i can quote all of toy story 2 i can't quote toy story 1 that just shows how, your obsession. How? That's just your obsession. But I will say Toy Story 2 does a really good job at letting Woody's story be the emotional right. aspect of the film, while Buzz's story is the adventure, the the comedy, and you know, the fun. It's the fun bit, you know, watch watching them cross a street with the oh cones. Oh my goodness, that was such a that funny was, scene. Iconic. One of the funniest scenes. they incorporated like Slinky's character, Mr. Potato Head, like all yes. of them is like and the then, dinosaur. Like, I don't want to use my head. And then when they get <laughs> when they get to the toy store too, with the freaking Barbies. The Barbies. Yeah. And then yeah. they all are popping, you know, wing. Wait, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Potato has, I'm a married spud. I'm a, I'm a married, married spud. I never got that as a kid. Now I get it. <laughs> it uh, fake Buzz, Emperor Zerg. You got to see Emperor Zerg for the first time. There wasn't um, one part of that movie that's like not enjoyable. Like, no, Jesse's story is not enjoyable. Yes, it is. It's yes, very it is. sad. It's emotional. It's, it's sad. emotional. Oh, yeah. Even the when they're repair like that uh, repairing Woody oh. scene. Oh, you know, people have one of the, have that scene as like one of those um those oddly satisfying uh yes. like yeah. moments where like it's it's just it's it's comforting. It's comforting it to see comforting. the way the paint goes over. Like it's the one of the ending. weirdest things, but it is surprisingly at your your breath your breath is taken watching this man clean a cowboy doll. Like it's fantastic. I love Great. it. It's hilarious. Um, and then number one, Finding Nemo. Um, I, Wait, so who yeah. had it at number one? You you did not. I did not. I had Toy Story 1, respectively. You had, you had Finding one. Nemo? I had Finding Nemo. I had one. Finding Nemo, Mr. Bombastic. I had it too. Finding and I know Nemo Nino, was number two for me. Yeah. Nino had Monsters, Inc. as his number one. Crazy, I know. And uh, <laughs> the audacity, but. How right. dare he? How dare you? I, I think Finding Nemo can be a respectable number one. I mean, I can see it, it too. Would, I'm okay with that. It's a fantastic adventure film. Um, and it, it feels like one because they go, like you take a character like Marlon, who after that tragedy he experienced, doesn't want to do anything uh, outside of his life except, you know, care for his son. But in the same sense, he's kind of just sheltering him from the outside world. 
to then go on this adventure that's absolutely crazy. Like I went back and counted the number of things that he encountered is absolutely ridiculous. Like everything he experienced in Finding Nemo really felt like an adventure film. And then I, I forgot who was saying it earlier. You had a good B plot with Nemo. You oh know, yes, um, that was me. With the other aquatic friends. Yes. Um, that was fantastic. It was great. It was Darla. great. Darla. 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 Um, My niece, Darla. She's coming I, over to get the fish. I think oh, what wait. happens uh -uh. is um, Finding Nemo really took notes from Toy Story, Bugs Life, uh, and Monsters, Inc. Um, Incredibles came out the year after. So what right. you have, you have a fun duo. You've got uh, Marlon and Dory. They were easily fun to watch and engage with. Yeah. Right. Uh, they added the adventure aspect where they're like traveling similar to, you know, Toy Story 2 was an adventure film, uh, A Bug's Life uh, for a bit. And then there was a world building. They literally built a world that is, and it's crazy because that world is the ocean. Something that's so vast and so endless, they were able to make a world from it. You had the jellyfish trench don't go over go under uh you had the east australian current you know and then you watch these animals spread the word of marlin and dory and it makes sense that that like word legend. got back to nemo you know and it was just it it gelled so well uh, yeah and then just the ending itself is <laughs> very satisfying because and i so nino as you know nino and i just watched finding nemo like uh two weeks ago what what was the deal with that like what, because, had you never seen it before because like, hooper tv and i were talking praise on finding nemo and he said he didn't see it and so did, he did like, not I need see to, the praise or did not see the movie he did not understand the praise so he's okay. like mm. i need to sit down and watch it with you now with that said he came out singing praise to finding nemo and i did too because there are things i didn't realize before too but basically you know how marlon treated dory uh at various points of their journey mirrors how he treats nemo very and, very and, and it's and it's and it's you know it's not even, just dory he even drops the line where he's yelling at her yes he's you, like, can't you can't do, do these this, things nemo, nemo. right yeah. and so it's like if you didn't get it from the rest of the movie, you, you better have got it from that <laughs> he point. He says the name. <laughs> yeah, he, he says it. <laughs> but like every instance, everything that Marlon and Dory goes through tackles a issue that Marlon has, mm -hmm. you know? Right. For example, you know, Dory teaches him just keep swimming. You can't let the past hold you, anchor you. You have to keep swimming. Just keep swimming, you know? And that's his whole thing. He can't let go of the tragedy. But then you have a scene with like the trenches, the jellyfish. He has to learn to trust. And in that right. instance, he learned that he should have trusted Dory, you know? Same and thing then, with the whale scene. Yeah, same thing with the whale. Okay, so with the whale thing, the whale. so that one's really good too, because Dory's like, I can do this. I can speak whale. Mm. Marlon really restrains Nemo because he has that fin. He's like, you can't do these things, you're a fin is not you know good and so right. 
he learns that, you know, just because you have somewhat of a disability or something that would normally hinder you, that doesn't mean you're incapable of regular and everyday things. And it's even more beautiful because Gil and Crush are other father figures in this story who do not do what Marlon does. They let their children or in Gil's uh, perspective, he lets Nemo prove himself, you know? It did so good! They, you it's... even have that scene with, um, I, I don't remember if it was Gil, that happened to Gil, or if it was another baby turtle, but it was when they were riding the current. Yes, and, yes! And one of them falls out of the current, and Marlon freaks out. He's like, yeah. oh my God, he, he just fell out of the current. And then Crush is like, dude, no, no. just watch, man. And on its own, the turtle comes back into the current with the rest of the turtles. And then he says, he's like, you know, when they know, you know, it's like when they, when they're ready, you kind of have to be ready, you know? Exactly. I, this is, this is a good number one. I think contender. Finding Nemo deserves its own, like it could have a whole podcast. Oh yeah, we could do, 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 like, do a whole retro piece. So, with, so there's you know, S tier, Toy Story, and then Finding Nemo. Yeah, with just all the different aspects, you know, and like great things about this film. It's, it's layered. It's, and it's layered. timeless. Like I can watch this movie and still enjoy it like how I, watched it when i was younger and i can watch it over and over and over again right and it's it's still a great movie it is it's i it while it was not my number one i can respectably say yeah this wait is, where did you have it i had it at number two oh, okay it was right. inferior to the goat toy story <laughs> but okay i guess it can be number one um it had everything that that you kind of wanted like on in a Pixar film, you had like the, um, you had the score that was really good. Um, the the all the characters were actually likable, which was like surprisingly because not not many movie actually had like almost every single character likable, uh, and like really good plot, really good A plot, B plot, and the ending was amazing too. So it brought everything together. It had a, the whole package. A masterpiece, many would say. Um, real quick, uh, we got one little straggler down here at the bottom. We got Lightyear. We're going to just keep this very brief. Um, uh, Nino probably could have helped a little bit with this too, uh, cause he has a disdain for Lightyear. Wait, Bombastic, you have not seen Lightyear. I have not seen it yet. Okay. Okay. So I guess, uh, uh Captain Falcon, did you see Lightyear? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. Um, I get... Where would you put Lightyear? Like, you know, let uh, me let me gauge the room. Just because we we didn't put this in our tier list because a lot of people still have not seen Lightyear in our um, Yonko group, so we I would honestly, decide to talk about it. I would put it right there with Finding Dory. Finding Dory. So, which like would you rank Finding Dory better than Lightyear? Yes, I would rank okay. it better than Lightyear. Okay. It just, it was missing a lot of things for me. Like it, it was kind of that expectation. You shouldn't go into a film with expectations, but it mm. was like, wow, we're going to get Buzz's story. We're going to get a little bit of that nostalgia from the films. And we didn't. Yeah. You know? I kind of want to put it there too. Grandmaster. What was it overhyped? Um, 
I, I wouldn't honestly, even say overhyped. Yeah, it was just it was, like, it was just an expectation. I had an, this is a Toy Story. It's not a Toy Story film, but it's something that shares the name with characters from that franchise. So because mm -hmm. of that, because Toy Story is like Pixar's like baby, that's their mascot. I expected their bread and butter. I expected a level of quality with Lightyear that I didn't get. And, and yeah. Yeah, I feel they did not overhype it. I think they were, as Dr. Chase was saying, they were kind of letting it sell itself. Cause you know, it's, it's a, it, there's no way Lightyear will never not be talked in the same conversation without Toy Story. You know, if you're going to talk all Toy Story, you're going to talk Lightyear. So they let the, honestly, I think they let the title itself be its own hype. So with that said, uh, it, it's just based on, you know, people's own expectations and it fell flat for a lot of people. Because, where would you, oh, go ahead. Oh, where would I put it? Uh, I probably put it, and again, I'm talking about just overall enjoyment. Yeah. Part of my enjoyment is uh, originality, you know? And I know it's not an original idea, but I wanted to see what they would do with it, especially since, as we discussed in our Lightyear podcast, they had the Buzz Lightyear TV show, which was right. a really good TV show. Right. And the it was fact not that- I like it, right? No, they did kind of copy and paste a little bit from the- the the pilot episode the movie buzz lightyear star command but that was honestly a better film and that thing was only an hour this thing's dang near a two hour, hour film. And 40 minutes right i'm going to put it probably uh right above soul but right not above, above soul if we're if we're adjusting it to this list adjusting i would probably i would put probably put it between soul and incredibles 2 because I did enjoy the performances of Chris Evans did a good job. Uh, Uzo, Uzo Adobu uh, um, from uh, Orange is New Black fame. She did great. Kiki was cool. Taika was cool. But like performances were not enough. It wasn't yeah, enough. It wasn't. I, I think I'm, I'm in agreement with where it's placed right now. It's ranked number 20. So basically uh soul the cars franchise good dinosaur <laughs> and monsters yeah. university got knocked down one um and toy yeah, stories at number 20. incredibles 2 is better than incredibles yeah i definitely enjoyed incredibles 2 more Finding than dory yeah yeah easily and, and and it's a shame i mean you guys are missing much if you haven't seen Lightyear yet i would still say go watch it just to I don't know. Just, just, just say that you watched it. There's really nothing. Just, I can't recommend it. You just, you just want to check box it. I've yeah. seen all the Pixar movies. I was exactly. so excited and I was so disappointed walking out of that theater. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. It's really a shame. And I feel like Nino would likely put it. Well, Nino might put it at the bottom. Honestly, the more I think about it. Um, yeah, he really does not like it. Oh goodness. Well, I will say I mostly agree with. Uh, with this tier list yeah uh like quickly going through it 26 cars 3 25 cars 2 24 good dinosaur 23 monsters university 22 cars 21 soul 20 light year just where it belongs 19 incredibles 2 18 finding dory 17 onward 16 a bug's life 15 brave 14 toy story 4 13 inside out 12 luca 11 up and then once we get into the top 10 we got 10 turning red 
three uh nine is toy story three eight is monsters inc seven is wally six for some <laughs> reason is toy story but Deal whatever whatever in the top five when we break the top five five is coco four is ratatouille even though that gets nino upset and in the top three considered pixar's best is incredibles at number three toy story 2 at number two and number one finding nemo the best apparently pixar film ever made we have our disagreements among how these films should be ranked but that is the glory with a lot of these tier and ranking lists you can argue all day on which one was better and we'll probably revisit this list again once more pixar films come out um i don't even know what's coming out it's um i it's the elements one that's Did this year the, the elements no, it's not this year i think it's gonna year. be next year that's yeah. the one with the fire and the the water correct people okay piggybacking yeah. off of avatar for sure but that looks yeah. nice i mean conceptually conceptually give me looks- a voice cast pixar does pretty good with a voice cast i'll base it off of that eddie murphy no no <laughs> okay interesting interesting um, and there is that other movie about, is it the two brothers? Um, the, the two African-American, uh, characters that we've only seen concept art of. They're, they're like looking out in the distance and it's like some purple. Haze. No, I think you're thinking of strange world. Is that what it is? That's a Disney film. No, no. Oh, oh, is it? Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I am mixing it up. Were they looking at like weird creatures in the background too? I don't even know if it's weird creatures. It's just, it's another movie from what I can remember that's going to have another um, black lead as the role. Oh, um, I only know. I of, think. I only know of uh, the the element one. I have to do I, my I research. Might, I might be mixing it up with a, with a Disney animation. I think uh, you're thinking film. of Strange World. Is it Strange World? Okay. Yeah, that has a trailer. You can actually go look that. Look at oh, that trailer. I need to look at that. It's a brief little thing, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's all we have for Pixar in terms of looking to the future. And uh, yeah, any final words on the tier list or the ranking list? I'm, I'm any- satisfied. I'm satisfied. Yeah, I'm satisfied yeah. minus Ratatouille. Mine- <laughs> you just don't like rats. Why are rats in the kitchen? There's a rat in the kitchen! <laughs> Linguini, Mr. Incroyable. <laughs> oh man, Bon Voyage was in Ratatouille, so that's already a W on its part. Oh, we didn't mention uh, Syndrome, but great villain. Great but, villain. Yeah, yeah great villain. Frozone. Hello. Frozone. Great support. Great supporting cast. Again, we can deep dive each of these films individually if we wanted to. There's a lot to talk about, but. There you have it, folks. There is our Pixar ranking list. Uh, This has been going on for the better part of three hours. (laughs) But that's what happens when you got to talk about 26 Pixar films. It's going to happen no matter what. Um, So let us know what you all think on your own personal ranking list for Pixar. Do you have Toy Story 1 as your number one as the correct choice? Let us know. Or do you have these other movies placed in different areas? Let us know what you think. If you want to join the discourse, join our Discord 
through our Patreon. Link to that in the description below. And let us know what you think overall of the ranking list on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, at the Yonko Table. And to see where we visually rank everything, check out at Dr. Jace Attorney on YouTube. But with that, everyone, that's a wrap for Pixar rank list. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop, and Supernova's bombastic Captain Falcon and Nino signing off and take care.